Hi, everyone. Welcome to a special episode, bonus episode of Double Hop Beat. I'm James, home brewer and beer enthusiast. And I'm Shannon, a beer intermediate. And as everyone's well aware, the COVID-19 virus has spread worldwide. Yes. Yep. This just in. This just in, guys. If you didn't know that. If you didn't know that. Well, Shannon and I have been in quarantine uh, at home, like... Not because we're sick. Not because we're sick, to clarify. Social just social distancing, like everyone should be doing. So make sure you're listening to your local government for their announcements. And that was my public announcement, starting with that. Okay. But Thank let, you. Let's just have <laughs> just some fun. Let's have some fun about it. And, you know, it's one of those times where positively, positive, wow, I can't even talk. That's just how social distancing's affected me. I just can't talk, you know, like I'm just not used to. Because you never talk to me. Yeah, because <laughs> Shannon and I just, we're stuck in our, our little house and we're just bumping into each other. You know, the commute down the stairs every morning is, you know, it's tough traffic. Yes, but we are glad to do it uh, so we can stay off the streets and really uh, stop the spread of the virus. And that allows our healthcare workers and essential employees to really get their jobs done and yeah, we're really lucky. Yeah. So we really appreciate everyone that's out there and has to work and it's taking care of everyone that is affected by this. Um, I have a lot of friends in healthcare, so I really appreciate what they're doing and putting themselves at risk for everyone else's safety, which is amazing. I couldn't do it. Yeah, unfortunately, it's always negative times that you really get to see what people do on a daily basis that never mm-hmm. really are appreciated for what they do. Yeah, and teachers, I, especially teacher, now. Like, like teachers doing online courses. And all the kids that are at home. All the kids at home, like parents, like having to create pretty much lesson plans at home and activities to do. Well, I liked the meme that I saw that was there's like all of the parents out there are about to find out that it's not the teacher's pro- the teacher that's the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. So, um, but yeah, I think everyone, it's, it's great to see all of the innovative spirit and just goodwill that's going around for everyone trying to help out and just make this as good of a situation as it can be. Obviously some things, you know, don't go as planned. And this is, I don't think anything I would have expected to see in our lifetime. So it's unprecedented, but I think in terms of the craft beer community, we've definitely seen a lot of adaptation and flexibility and really just overall support uh, in the community to try to help out those local breweries and even the large breweries are really putting in there. Yeah, I think it really highlights the innovative spirit of brewers, craft beer drinkers themselves, and the communities working together for the common good. Mm -hmm. And we did an episode on the common good, and this is just like a whole nother tier that being in healthcare myself, I know I kind of think this, it was inevitable at some point in our life that we unfortunately would have a virus or something like that. But I think the people, how they've responded is just beyond anything I would have expected for this first time of something like this really Mm -hmm. happening um, in our lifetime anyway. And so we wanted to have some fun with you guys. And I hope you, you have something that you're doing, listening, crack open a beer if you have them, if you've already stocked up and supported your local breweries. Mm -hmm. Uh, So one of the, big beer companies that I want to highlight that I usually typically bash is Anheuser-Busch. And although I won't be drinking their beer while in quarantine, um, they are assisting 
this crisis by using their supply and logistics network to distribute their bottles of 80% alcohol antiseptic hand sanitizer. Yeah. Uh, and I know in other disaster release eff- release wow relief efforts, they have assisted by canning water, mm-hmm. and uh, so that's just something that is really um, something that I want to mention. Yeah, I think that's really a great idea because hand sanitizer was one of the first things to run out. It was that and toilet paper. So um, I know at work we had kind of planned we. One of our, someone we work with for our corporal health and safety was kind of like, hey, we should probably get some, you know, just for the people in the office, because this might get a lot worse than it actually is. This is back, you know, beginning of January. So we ended up buying a lot um, so our employees could have it to use in our center, but um, it quickly ran out. There was not anything we could buy online. So this is a really cool way that they have the equipment to do it. They have the ability and being able to put that to good use and really help out you know, the larger community is, is great. Yeah, exactly. And Coors pledged to give a million dollar donation to the United States Bartenders Guild, which I think is a really cool kind of donation or initiative because a lot of the times all those bartenders are either losing their jobs, mm-hmm. they're getting laid off, and they're not making the tips that they relied on for their income. So I think it's great that um, Coors pledged uh, the $1 million donation to go towards an organization that helps those folks and service industry professional. Yeah, everyone in the service industry is really, you know, in a tough spot right now because a lot of those people are hourly and they do rely upon the tips that they usually get as the majority of their salary. So I think it's really great when organizations can do that. It really is going to help out a lot. And it's not just like breweries just doing their own thing too. They're working together with other groups that I think is really creative. For example, distilleries right now Mm -hmm. are... There's a lot of them, especially in the United States right now, that are converting their operations to creating the hand sanitizer that you were talking about. But they're doing it for free. So it's not like they're yeah. trying to capitalize on, hey, you know, well, we can let's be, make a quick buck on this. Yeah, no one's yeah. going out to get alcohol, which they still are. Uh, well, it's essential. It's essential. <laughs> I, I, found, I found out that alcohol is essential in this whole thing. Essential. I was shocked and I was like, wow, good. I don't have to stock up my fridge. But uh, I haven't gone out since... Uh, this whole thing started so other than our car runs but that's about it we'll talk about that in a, yeah, in a minute yeah. uh but with distilleries they're using basically all their equipment they have right now and they're following the um world health organization actually has a recipe online for how um, they can make it to the specifications of the hand sanitizer and the alcohol and tobacco tax and trade bureau also had announced that giving basically authorization for the production of Mm -hmm. ethanol-based hand sanitizers um, for the permit distillers. So I think that's really key that, you know, a lot of times like their hands are kind of tied in what they can and can't do. So I think the fact that the government and all these agencies understand like the need and Mm -hmm. are allowing them to do this. For sure. Yeah. And one of the distilleries is Dirty Water Distillery in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and they produced and donated over 100 gallons wow. of free hand sanitizer to that's the public. Great. So I think that's that's awesome. And like that just speaks volumes for what we were talking about before with community and how, you know, neighbor, like younger people are going out and getting the hand sanitizer for the older individuals and wiping it down and making sure that mm-hmm. they ha- they're, you know, not... You know, spreading the virus themselves. Yeah. 
Uh, so that's one other important thing I want to mention. If you have elderly or any family member, just because you stay home, if you have someone in your household that's been going out to grocery stores or going out, they can still bring mm-hmm. it with you. And then just because you're not going out, like it, someone in your household is still. Yeah, uh, it defeats the purpose the of right. self-quarantining if you someone that you live with is going out into the world and then coming right. back. So um, I know some people obviously can't prevent that from happening because people have to go to work still that are essential. But if your family is trying to self-quarantine and not endanger elderly um, family members, then that just means that nobody should be going out. If possible. Yeah. Naturally. Um, And so the interesting thing with Dirty Water Distillery is they've also been working with some of the South Shore breweries in Massachusetts who these breweries donate their beer to give to the distillery for then the distillery to distill it and make even more hand sanitizer. So that's kind of something that I didn't even think of, of like they have these cans of beer and they're going to ferment, like they're going to ferment their beer and stuff. Like it's crazy. I didn't even know you could do that. So (laughs) news to me. News to you. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of breweries are also adapting kind of their services that they're providing. Um, First, it was just not serving um, food and then it was not serving anything on site. And now. But even before that, it was. They, the init before it was really known of how bad and how uh, this virus spreads. Yeah. yeah, so quickly that initially all these breweries had to come up with solution cleaning, additional cleaning yeah. practices mm-hmm. um, to make sure that their tap rooms would be clean and that the interactions between the bartenders and the customers, limiting cash, going for card mm-hmm. only. Um, and that then evolved very quickly within a week, not even a week, a couple yeah, days a week, after they instituted these new cleaning practices mm-hmm. that no, no longer you have to beer to go only and curbside pickup. And yeah. it's like, wow, as a small business, like not having any notice. A packed tap room on a Saturday night is. Oh, man. Really, like, yeah, it's just incredible how fast these breweries had to think on their feet. And I really give a lot of the founders of these breweries a lot of credit for how they've kind of turned to technology mm-hmm. to digitalize and make their tap rooms virtual. Yeah. Which is really great. Um, I know, well, like you said, a lot of them have the curbside pickup and you can place near us, you can order online first and then just get it delivered right to your car. So they could put it in your car and you can drive away with it. Um, I know my cousin who lives down in Jersey, they also have a liquor store that's doing that. So it's not just breweries, it's other um, institutions that are selling alcohol as well, which I thought was really cool. And also kind of fun, you know, it's like, you can't always just like drive up to a brewery and have them put beer in your car and then drive away. Like, I'm really wondering if it's going to somehow change some of these liquor stores and other Mm -hmm. things where they're going to want to get a permit to kind of do a drive through liquor store, kind of. I'm I'm not sure globally if there's some in the world that they're already like that. Yeah. Um, Actually, I don't know exactly where, but I feel like I have heard of drive through liquor stores before. So someone can write us and tell us if they live near one. But for at least for in Massachusetts currently, uh, breweries are fully closed for on-site consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're still open if they have for takeout, if they have you know coffee or some other um, like food or like food like or that. something like that. And as Shannon mentioned, the online beer ordering, so you mm-hmm. can literally go on their website, pick out what beer you want, and then 
like, I think a time too, right? There was like, when we did it, there was a time. Uh, well, we did it when we were on the way there. So yeah. It, so it didn't matter, yeah. but I think you can do it for a time as well, depending mm-hmm. on the brewery. Um, yeah. And I think I've seen a, a couple of breweries also doing online uh, things. So either, whether it's like a live session where you can ask questions or just kind of talk with the brewery and the people who work there or having bands that are usually supposed to perform at the brewery, they've been doing virtual concerts for people. And then I think I saw someone else was doing like a virtual uh, happy hour for one of the breweries. Yeah. And actually uh, 5 p.m. Um, daily, there's a happy hour globally. I think it's one of the um, the beer associations that's oh, cool. doing it. And you can literally see people all over the world checking in, and they're all cheersing at 5 o'clock their time. That's awesome. So f- 5 p.m. your time, definitely check it out. No, 5 p.m. It would be 5 p.m. a certain time. Like, is it Eastern Standard Time? Yeah, I think it's, it's, yeah, it's Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. It's not the same time then. <laughs> 5 o'clock somewhere, Shannon. Come I know, on. it is 5 o'clock somewhere, but if it's 5 o'clock here, it's not 5 o'clock in California. Yeah, Eastern Standard <laughs> Time, I believe. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't even. Yeah, you know, like, it's just like, yeah, five o'clock, put your lottery ticket in, can then travel somewhere else where you could know the lottery numbers before it actually shows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but other breweries are also coming up with creative ideas for how they can still, co- you can still connect with them, still create that taproom kind of vibe, as Shannon was saying. Mm-hmm. And a couple of our local uh, breweries, for example, Lost Shoe Brewing in Marlboro, they're doing a photo contest currently, and you'll get brewery merch if they uh, if you your win. Pi- yeah, yeah if your picture is selected. And Craft Roots Brewing posted a contest for an obstacle course using their beer squealers or their equivalent mm-hmm. of like their growler fill up. Yeah, and this is one of those breweries that is a tap room only. They don't can, they don't bottle. So for them, like they are relying on people to fill get their growler or squealers filled. Yep. Uh, so it's a very clever way of trying to make some fun mm-hmm. out of it. I've also seen, it's not a brewery, but the um, Connecticut Brewers Guild is doing uh, a scavenger hunt type thing on there. Yeah, where it shows like which breweries you're going to go to and you post a picture, I think. Yeah. yeah, so if you go check out their Instagram, they've got some cool stuff going on. Because today was supposed to be the beer festival we were going to right. down yep. um, in Connecticut, but unfortunately it's been moved to July. So they're trying to kind of keep the hype up by doing some Instagram stuff, which is cool. And other tap rooms have been doing live sessions with Q&A with their brewery founders, which I think is something that in a normal routine they wouldn't have time to do because running a tap room is a 24-hour mm-hmm. cleaning and getting everything constant, ready. It's yeah. constant. So I think it, this has allowed for that connect, that personal connection that you might not have seen before with certain breweries. So I think it's really cool that um, the founders are doing these Q and A's and kind of allowing people in live sessions to ask questions that you in person you might be too afraid to ask or you think it's a stupid question. And I think it's awesome. Like mm-hmm. I was in p- a part of one of those and just the questions and how open they were to basically answering secrets about the brewery, like what oh, you facts secrets. facts that you might not know about that brewery. So. You can learn quite a bit from those sessions. So I definitely, if you're looking for something to do at home, definitely check out which breweries near you are doing these kind of Q&A sessions or even just shoot them a message on Instagram and ask if they're going to do something like that. Mm-hmm. Many of them are. So, yeah. yeah. Sounds cool. Thanks for inviting me to watch that with you. Yeah, you're welcome. 
think you're watching your whatever that show about Scottish girls or whatever that's uh, called. It's called Outlander. No, not it, that one. Oh, the, oh, the I was watching girls, Dairy Girls. Dairy Girls, whatever the heck that is. Yeah, they're first of all, they're from Ireland. I'm just like I hear in the other room just like these people talking, and I'm just like, why do I hear girls talking in this? Why do you hear girls talking? It's they're from Ireland. Oh my god. Anyways, off topic. Whatever. (laughs) It's a good show. You should check it out. Yeah, girls. Yeah, no thanks. Netflix. Uh, (laughs) And so so, small breweries really uh, have had to make huge adjustments, and some of these that only do on-site, as we mentioned, they can't necessarily, they can't sell them to restaurants because the restaurants, most of them won't. All re- they can't sell They can't sell the beer, so. yeah, so they're, they're not buying it up. Takeout. So they must rely on the growlers to go. Uh, so one of these, so in brewing, you also have mobile canning companies that oh. if you don't have the ability to can pretty much at your brewery, you can hire the... Like rent a, rent yeah. a can. It's literally this. You rent. It's you pay this company to come. They come in like a mobile thing. They bring their canning system. They bring That's the cool. cans, and they just basically spend a day at your brewery, just canning all all your beers for you, and then they leave. That's it's oh, it. Cool. Um, but one of the great things that positives that's come out of uh, this whole catastrophe is that some of these mobile canning units realize in their communities that these small breweries could go under because they can't they can't they have no means of selling their beer and mm-hmm. the beer could go bad and that's thousands and thousands of gallons of beer that that would just They're be say dollars <laughs> yeah thousands thousands it would be thousands and thousands I know, that's of why dollars. I thought you were gonna say dollars. uh but one of these co- companies realized hey like let's offer free the service for free for some of our local breweries in need so I really want to highlight uh, Cody Manufacturing. This is one of those mobile canning mm-hmm. companies um, in the Golden, Colorado area. And so they helped out a local brewery there to can up their beers, um, mm-hmm. which I thought was awesome. Like, yeah, that's really cool. It just shows like how selfless like these companies are being. Yeah, that's really awesome. I did. First of all, did not know those a thing. Second of all, I think that's a really um, cool move on that company's part yeah it's one of those options that a lot of small breweries take because they don't have to have the overhead of the equipment hmm. and everything else so it's more cost effective for yeah. them to just have this other company come in and do it for them that's really cool so um there's ways that you can support your local brewery in this time um we know that not everyone's comfortable going out and going to get the curbside pickup um but what you can do is you can shop online uh, so if your brewery is selling any retail items, so like t-shirts, hats, bottle openers, um, you know, just things you, actual physical items, you can go online and purchase those, um, shop for yourself, maybe get some holiday shopping done very early. You could be all set. And then when the holidays come, you'll be like, oh, look, my shopping's been done since March. Yeah, um, I'd April. buy up a bunch of gift cards too, because yeah, that's then way. like once this all goes away like everyone's gonna be itching to go out and what better way than being like hey i don't have to pay like i don't come up with the money because i already bought a gift card and you already supported that brewery and then you'll support them again by going yeah to me from me love me yeah (laughs) get yourself a gift i will oh i will i will i have and i will i know um so you can also like we said go and do the curbside pickup so you are supporting them you know directly like with the money up front, which is great. Um, so I think those are some really good options that you can 
take the time and still, you know, help them through this difficult And make sure that if you do the curbside pickup, make sure you tip really well. Yes, yes. Tip your bartender, your brew tender, whoever's helping you out. Like, don't just do the normal tipping because they're not getting the amount that they should be getting on a normal basis. Like, they're not getting the packed uh, tap room. So, they're not going to be making that much in tips. So, you should definitely tip more than you usually would. A little bit something extra if you can. And so, we also want to kind of think of some activities that you could do at home that we've done to kind of keep us occupied and just some different things you can do relating to beer. Mm-hmm. Of course, right? Like, why wouldn't we talk about beer? So one of the things we love doing is the virtual happy hours, mm-hmm. which we did last night, which was so much fun. And one of the games that's out there that's really good to do is the Jack. It's well, it's Jackbox, like a, right? a bunch of different games it's called Jackbox TV, and it's all online so you can play and you play on your phone so there's like a code you put in for each game so we played with all of our friends who live in new york city and jersey um and you just put a code in on your phone you can all play the game at the same time so you're still hanging out and having fun but you're we just like got on a google hangout and hung out and played some games yeah you can use zoom google hangouts any of those work really well you can FaceTime someone. You can FaceTime too that's easy and only the good thing I like about that game too is everyone doesn't have to buy it yeah, one person purchases it, and then you can all play it from your phone, which is really cool. Another thing, challenges. So there's a lot of virtual challenging going on, and why mm-hmm. should this be any different? So challenge your friend to reach in their fridge and tell you about the beer that they're going to drink. I think it's a great challenge, and it, you end up running out of beverages really quick. I'm like, it's going to be something different. What do you mean? So I'm I would cha- I challenge you, I challenge you. So you go into your fridge, you pick out whatever beer that you're gonna do, and then you have to tell me about it, and then you challenge me to pick a different style beer, and you have to look in your fridge and see if you have that style beer. Okay. <laughs> and if you don't, you lose. That's the challenge. Okay. So it's for for all of you craft beer nuts out there that have fridges full. Uh, it's a really fun game to play. If you're gonna challenge somebody, it better be good. So. Use those fridge, okay. stock up, Okay. game on. <laughs> and naturally, obviously, now's a great time to brew beer. Yeah. Uh, you're at home. You're, you got time on your hands, mm-hmm. beer on Experiment your mind. Some. So yeah. brew something up. So unfortunately, I haven't been brewing right now because my fridge is full of home brews. Okay. And I also didn't order or get my supplies that I need to brew, actually brew like ingredient mm-hmm. wise. So I'm not ordering because all the homebrew shops are all closed, obviously, because that's not essential. And I'm not going to have delivery people delivering ingredients because I don't think that's a priority. Well, um, how's everyone going to brew beer if they don't do that, James? Well, I'm not saying, everyone has I'm saying if you around. have stuff at your house, okay. you can brew. Okay. But I mean, I'm ordering online also supports those. Um, companies selling beer ingredients that might not be getting that much business right now. So Right. Well, again, gift cards. So that's true. an example okay. where then you can buy the ingredients after. Sounds good. Um, so the last thing I wanted to mention, if you guys are curious um, and you live in the Massachusetts area, something that I saw was helpful. And actually, my dad sent it to me, gave me a link to this website. Yeah, he was all savvy on Facebook my Messenger. My father sent me a message about <laughs> the COVID-19. He was on Facebook Messenger. Oh, wow. 
It, yeah. So that's a miracle. It's from the Mass Brewers Guild and they have a website dedicated or a part of their website dedicated to the COVID-19 situation. And they have a whole list of breweries that are still open for takeout and retail. So you can download this Excel file and it'll tell you the brewery, their address. Um, they'll say like they have little columns. So it's like takeout, uh, order online. And it like kind of checks off what features they have. Oh, and then awesome. in the notes section, it actually has what if there's any like stipulations like so one of them says um, like twelve dollar growler fills another one says ten percent discount beer uh, on cans to go Friday and Saturdays from twelve to seven so it gives you all of their kind of like what the deal is with the brewery um, there's discounted gift cards at a couple of them um, so it's just a really nice kind of cohesive. Um, lists that you can check out if you live in Massachusetts area and just want to know where you can go, can't go, what they're doing, so you don't get there and get a little disappointed about it. So I thought that was That's a, great tip. a really good tip. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Father. Yep. But in the Brewers Association, also for those who know somebody that has a small brewery business and is trying to find out as much information as possible, they have a COVID-19 resource center that kind of goes through different options for small breweries on whether it's getting loans and all things related that they might be asking about for co- mm-hmm. in relation to COVID-19. So that's yeah. something else. If you know somebody, send them the Brewers Association link. For sure. Well, I hope you've had a little bit of fun with us, but <laughs> probably not much. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, probably not. Yeah, but we just want everyone to stay safe, stay healthy, make sure you're staying in. Don't go crazy. Yeah, stay positive. <laughs> I know it's really easy to be negative. Uh, just be thankful right now, and everyone's working through it together. Community, mm-hmm. support everybody. Be nice. Be friendly. Don't be hating. Yeah, and I think, you know, support your friends. A lot of people have been laid off because of the situation. So, you know, just giving emotional support and just, you know, lending a hand or offering to just sit down and talk or lend an ear can really impact someone's day and make a sucky situation into a not-so-sucky situation. Yeah, lend an ear and a beer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Stay safe. Stay happy. Oh, stay happy. Stay happy and healthy. Yeah, and happy too. (laughs) Stay happy. (laughs) 